2: Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV, it's podcast time, Steve Hoare here hosting today, joined by Ross Chanley and Adam Rowe, we're going to be talking Mo Salah, we're going to be talking the FA Cup, we've got lots and lots Mo Salah's been talking and we're going to be talking about what Mo Salah's been talking about, but first we've got a couple of kick-off questions. We've we've stolen, I'll be honest, we've changed the format a little bit this time. This question, we didn't get it through the social media. We actually took it from a YouTube comment on the match build-up to the Milan game that is happening tonight. Um, And we thought it was so good. We've introduced this one into the podcast. So anyone who's watching live, please get involved as well. We'll read some of your answers out to this question. I'll come to you first, Ross, because you're the one who spotted this question in the first place. Mm. It came from Key to Start. And he said, if you could pick any AC Milan player past or present in their prime to bring in to improve this current Liverpool team who would you pick and why? Now bear
3: in mind they seem like I've got a fucking load of legends like some of the yeah. best players I've ever seen I struggled on this because there's so many good players yep. and then I tried to think logically about where would they fit in would they get used to our system where could you improve in, in this side um, go back a few seasons it would have been easy because you would have picked Maldini or Beresi or, or, or something like that because we needed a, a centre half but I don't think that's an issue anymore Ronaldinho, just for just because he's so good at football, it'll be a joy to watch. But my concern is, would he do all the tracking back? Does that really matter? <laughs> when it's Ronaldinho. Who, who knows when it's Ronaldinho? Like, who, who, who actually gives a fuck? But I think I'm going to go Shevchenko, purely on the basis of my football manager days. When I was a kid, he was the first person that was buying, just banging all the goals. And his record is phenomenal. It so is. he's going to improve this team with a clinical finisher than it's him. I mean, just not in penalties in the Champions League final.
2: Yeah, that, again, that's, uh,
3: that's what he was. So his record for them, according to Wikipedia, with
2: my limited knowledge, I've just done in the last five seconds, three hundred twenty-two games, one hundred seventy-five goals for them. So yeah, he was. He had quite the impact there. So Chevchenko, we're going to vote for Chevchenko, Adam.
4: What was your thought? I think this? it's hard to look past Pato.
2: <laughs>
0: it's, it's I, like, I
2: can, I can look faster. Um, I, I, sh- I was, I was, I was, I was about to say. I thought I registered as Kaka, and then I went, "Oh
4: yeah, Kaka." I was about to say Kaka, and I went. You say <laughs> I, uh, I think the only area of the field that we could look to improve. There's, well, there's an argument that we need another winger because Salah and Mane might go, and you know playing the Africa Cup of Nations and for a couple of games and whatever. But midfield is where we've been scared this year. Where we're down to our last legs, literally. Yeah. Uh, so I would go with either Kaka for the attacking element of that. Yeah. But I think we're most vulnerable if Fabinho's out.
2: So you're looking at Perlo
4: Gattuso? Per- Perlo Gatuso or off. Or Sadov. Sadoff was ridiculous. I loved Sadoff. So I'd probably yeah. go Sadov. Okay. Based on our current squad, I'm going Sadov. See, I, I think he'd, he'd make more of an impact coming into this Liverpool squad than anyone else. The Pelo vibes are quite. Uh, I don't know, making me feel a bit tingly. I wouldn't mind a bit. But we've got Pirlo. Thiago for that though.
2: No, I know, but Pelo, Pirlo in here and yeah. stuff. Um, I kind of shit out there. I'll be honest. So. I went for the real Ronaldo, like the original Brazilian Ronaldo. He was at AC Milan for... A week? 30, 30, he played 30, 20 games and actually scored nine goals for them. So, if, if he, he, he played 20 goals for them. So, um, the question was, you get them in their prime. So, I'm, I'm taking Ronaldo that played for AC Milan, but going for the, the prime version. That, if, you don't, if you don't allow me that, then I'm all for kaka I'm all for Kaka. I thought he was, he's, he was amazing in Istanbul. He, he was amazing a couple of years later as well. Like, he, he, Again, as much as I love Armour Field, but if you replace any of them, well, obviously not for me, you know, with Kaka, like I know Adam referenced this before we started talking, Like the obvious answer would have been that because we never scored goals from the field. But now, although we are now, imagine just how much more of yeah. those we would score. Imagine like Kaka with, with the ball on his feet with half a half a second and in front of him he's got the run of Mane the run of Salado, he's got his striker up front Kaka would be outrageous I've shit housed it with my Ronaldo what anyway because I think I, I mean I was, he was my. you mentioned before Shevchenko being your idol Yeah. for me Ronaldo was my idol by the time he got to AC Milan he was very much more in the shape that I'm in now than the, <laughs> than,
0: than
4: the shape he needed to be yeah, he was. he was fat Ronaldo by then yeah, anyway. he was literally getting called I don't like
2: calling fat Ronaldo but uh, yeah he was and I, I think it's disrespectful to him but he literally was fat Ronaldo um, going to the chat then we've got of course it's this <laughs> you call someone
1: fat.
4: No, it's, it's dis- I
2: don't think it's disrespectful to call a fat person fat. Like I, if someone calls
4: me fat, I don't take. It. It's like someone called me bald. It's like, well, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, but that, that that's not how that's not how disrespect works, though, is it? Okay. It's like just because quite... something's true doesn't mean it's disrespectful. No, it like, doesn't mean it's not disrespectful. Because they pointed out and they, like to tell. Them. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's
2: yeah, it's awful, isn't it? So when it comes, when people are on the internet just go, "You're bored, you're pretty," I was like, "That, yeah." It doesn't bother me, but maybe it should. Maybe I'm being just maybe I'm just uh, happy-go-lucky, yeah. and they, and people are disrespecting me. The, the problem is,
3: them. new Ronaldo came along, and now if, therefore, whenever it goes like a original Ronaldo to us, but a younger generation, it's Ronaldo and Fat Ronaldo.
2: Yeah, it was bad. And I had to Google Ronaldo before to make sure he did play for AC Milan and it wasn't misremembering And the the first, did you Google th- Ronaldo or Fat Ronaldo? No, I Google Ronaldo, and the first a million things that come up with Cristiano Ronaldo. So then I had to type in. Google, sorry, I had to Google Ronaldo Brazil. I thought, like I mean, it, should, it should be the way around. Google needs to sort that out. Is he the
4: only player to play for both Milan clubs and both El Clasico clubs?
2: L- let's say, maybe. I mean, someone in the chat
4: wants to let us know of anybody I else, I can't think
2: one. of anyone off the top of my head who maybe did it, because Latam come to mind, but then he didn't did, play for Real, did, did he? Judge, yeah, yeah we'll, let us know in the chat if you can think of if Adam answers answer Adam's question there so let me go to said Chaffers for some answers so Blazers' brother would pick Maldini George would pick Kaka we've got I mean Akil a- 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 has picked six so we're not but that's fine he, he went for oh no he went for Maldini Kaka right guard or Ronaldinho Mark said anyone but Mario Balotelli and then Ryan said Kaka without a doubt and George like he worked his balls off too he did Kaka ran round a lot he I think
4: the right player. answer is Kaka Probably. He was outraged. But I want Seedorf. And again, yeah, I am mean,
2: more for Seedorf is just like souped up Genie Wine album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he was a very similar player. He's probably a little, bit, a little bit better technically, but like ran all day, engine, yeah, yeah. great skill. Are oh, they ever lost the ball. They were two very, very good ones. Um, Just
3: take a David, Davids without the glasses, wasn't
2: he? And we've got a shout here for Marco van Basten, which again could be a really good shout. I've seen the clips of the volleys and stuff and the clips of the goals. I didn't really ever see Marco van Basten play. Maybe sure, he's a little bit older than my generation, but yeah, if, if he comes always. and scores that volley that he scored every week, then yeah, we'd all be <laughs> for Marco van Basten as well. And then a shout last couple of shouts then. So Jeremiah has gone for Perlow and... We've got um, Blazer. Imagine Maldini and Van Va- Dyke as a duo, though. I know Matip is class, but just imagine.
4: Yeah.
3: But you could have Nesta in there or Yap you, you Stam. Yeah,
4: so yeah. Yeah, but you would. <laughs> That's how good Maldini is, <laughs> like, yeah. is. like those two don't even come into the conversation because of Maldini. Yeah.
2: So Kaka is my answer, you went for Seydorf, you went for Shevchenko. Let us know again if you're watching live in the comments. Section. If you're not, tweet us at the Red Men TV, or put it in the comments section of this video. We'd love to hear your answers. The fact is, that's how good AC Milan have been, that you could pick about 20, 30 lads and they're all absolute legends and brilliant footballers, like Frank Reichardt getting to mention it again. There's loads and loads of them. Right then, rather than go for a 2nd kickoff question, Adam, I'm going to come to you on this one. Um, because you're doing a lot of good work for charity at the moment, you, and your Have a word Podcast brothers. And,
4: What's are, happening is Sutton has got badly out of hand, so we've got to give some money to charity because because <laughs> we've got to do it for charity. We're going for the we're going for Christmas number one, which is is what I assume you 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 bring up. Uh, yeah, it was
2: yeah yeah yeah. Is there any other charity work you're doing? Are you like a philanthropist or something? Like we well, just want to do this. For I, gave a, <laughs> I gave
4: a homeless guy a fiver last night because he looked sad. <laughs>
2: There
4: you go. Keep going. There, um, yeah, he, I, we're going for Christmas number one. We've written a song, which is for, an in-joke from our podcast. The song's called Laura's Gone. It's about my podcast co-host Dan's wife leaving him. Um, and, I can see why that's a Christmas-themed song. Well, the only reference to the entire to Christmas in the entire song is the very last word that Dan says is Merry Christmas, it? That's right. literally it. It's the only reference to it. And a few months ago, we were like, should we go for Christmas number one? That'd be funny. Um and we thought if we get in top 40 we'll be able to say that was a laugh but the could currently have us as third favourite <laughs> <laughs> behind Elton John and Ed Sheeran uh, and someone else and we were, were going for it and the the two charities were raising money for a Zoe's place which is a baby's hospice in West Arby in Liverpool and Checked which is the Childhood Eye Cancer Trust which is close to one of our listeners' hearts so we said we'd split it between those two you can pre-order the song, by the way, the YouTube, if, you, if you're if only going to buy it and give the money to the charity, if you like the song, the music video is on youtube.com slash haveawaypod, it's actually a really good song, you know, and you can pre-order it now on Amazon and Apple, and the links for that are on the in the description of our YouTube video of the music video, just go and buy it, it's funny, and if we beat Elton John and Ed Sheeran, it'll just be, we'll get to say that forever. Can can you and Dan be the new Elton John and Ed Sheeran? And if so,
2: who's who?
4: Well, we're going to start every little bit of promo that they put out for their song, we're going to recreate it. So there's one where Elton John is holding Ed Sheeran. So (laughs) I don't know who's going to hold who because we're both carrying a bit of timber at the minute. (laughs) Um, But we're going to try and recreate everything. And like, I've started spreading rumours about both of them. Okay. Uh, How's that that working? Well... You know it's it's early days, Do <laughs> you know what I mean. The papers haven't quite picked up on it yet, but if <laughs> we start picking up, we get exclusive. <laughs> oh, remember Heat Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just in a chair. It's a genuine like, <laughs> political smear campaign. That's <laughs> what we're going for. I want to just completely assassinate their character, get number one, and then in January go. Oh, we, made, we made all that up. I'm so, sure
2: for more, please do go Buyers on stage for two amazing charities. Uh, it's a 79p. 79p, goes to, most of the money goes to charity, if not all of it. How much are you popping you watching?
4: Literally all of it goes to charity. Literally
2: all, they every, go to, every
4: bit of profit we, I think we're probably going to have to pay VAT on all the money, so the government's will get a Yeah. But they, like, every penny that it makes that we get into our account is going straight to the charity. There you go, so do go and get Sorry. involved. Has,
3: has Dan's wife left him? No. All oh, right, Sans. That is a common question, though, including
4: from Dan's family. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think we'd quite get away with doing that song if, if that had happened. That would be fucking is, funny, yeah. So the the reason it's called that and the, the reason that's the theme of the song is we get a lot, our podcasts have a way, we get a lot of correspondence from listeners, which is like, I've been seeing this girl for a while, this has happened, what do I do? And for a while, Dan was like, I'm married. Like, I can't really put myself in a situation. So I started making up very elaborate reasons why his wife might have left him so that he could put himself in the situation to give these people advice. And it just became like an in-joke on the show. And then Finn, our assistant producer, is a musician. So he wrote this song just for a laugh and was like, I'll put it to a bit of music. Then when we started doing live shows, I was like, do you want to sing us out with with Laura's Gone? And our, list, our listeners and the fans who come to the shows love it and they're singing along and it's like, it's actually a really good song. <laughs> and then I think I was drunk one day and was like, we're oh going to Christmas number one. And it's just got badly out of hand now. So <laughs> to the point where if we finish second, I'm going to be gutted because I've convinced myself we're going to be Christmas number one. How would you celebrate if you do get number one? Well, I'm going to be in the pub. Okay. So it's, it the the chart is at five pm on Christmas Eve. Oh, oh what a time! Oh. So I'll be in the boozer with me missus, me little brother, me misses, mum and dad, and my dad. Oh, classic! And and Carl and his mum, I think, are going to come as well. So we're going to be we're going to be in the bulldog probably in West Derby, just getting pints in, and then th- we're going to get the bulldog hopefully, because uh, me missus knows like the owners now because they they live quite close to it. The regulars just go, can you just put the chart on? I'm just like trying fingers yeah, oh, nice. crossed
2: for you like say. a good place you even join your sorrows or hopefully celebrate a win and if you're in the Bulldog and Christmas you buy Adam a bevy as well and you can
4: literally it? see Zoe's place from the Bulldog yeah, you, you can, can see the baby's hospice that we're raising the money for so nice
3: to go yeah, over, say,
4: oh, oh, got, just got there's thousands of you watching this yeah. like <laughs> genuinely I know last year that the 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 people who won last year's Christmas number one they sold seventy odd. Th- it was between like seventy and eighty thousand copies, somewhere in that region. That's doable. Yeah, especially if Scousers get behind it. Yeah. yeah, for like, sure.
2: Let's get two uh, very hardworking people. Four years No, full time. Pretty much four.
4: four? We, we've got it. We've got Carl, our lead producer. Is is Everything. he's literally owns part of the company with me and Dan. Finn is full time, and stay are our, our new assistant. He, he's about to go full-time as well. We've got a three-man Amazing. production team and me and Dan hosting. Amazing,
2: so please do go and go check out the Have A Word podcast as well, but do go and buy the song, buy the single, get, raise some money for charity and let's get Adam and Dan to Christmas number one. Right, we're going to go for a short break now, after which we are going to talk Mohammed Salah, we're going to talk the FA Cup as well. But first, I want to tell you, we've uh, just released over on Redman Merch our new gift card. So if you're looking for a present for you or for a, a, a significant other or anyone in your life who loves the Reds, check this out and we'll be back shortly.
1: Hey, what's happening? This Christmas, give the gift of incredible Liverpool content, documentaries, features, interviews, podcasts, and pre and post game analysis for all Liverpool's games this season with our three month gift card
2: subscription to Redmen Plus. The cards are available right now on RedmenMerch.com and will give you full access to every piece of content we make on a weekly basis and hundreds of hours of content available in our back catalogue, including the Hendo 10 documentary series, exploring the derelict Melwood and instant match reactions and final words after every Liverpool Football Club game. Get involved now. Those gift cards are available on RedmenMerch.com and give the gift of happiness and Liverpool Football Club this Christmas. Yeah, so there you go. If you're looking for a present for this Christmas, or you as I say you're looking for a gift for somebody else, maybe a secret Santa or anything like that, three month subscription over on Redmen Plus. Get one of these nice little gift cards. Well, you can see they're lovely. Scratch the code off, enter it into the, into the website as you sign up, and you won't pay anything for your first three months. So 15 quid, little bargain, nice little present for someone if you're looking to get one for anyone. Right then, let's talk about the Reds and Mo Salah in particular, Ross. So it, it, most of it very rarely gives interviews, and when he does, I always wonder what, what he's about to say. And usually it can be quite bland, and you know, he's a lovely fella, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But this time, he was asked uh, in his native, sorry, in his homeland of Egypt by a broadcaster, NBC Massar TV, and he was basically asked about his contract, where he's up to, and he actually gave away some, you know, pretty, I don't know what it is, significant answers. Like they
4: were, they were basically, he puts the ball in, in Liverpool's court. Yeah, it wasn't like press training answers, was it? It no. was. It it sounded like he's getting a bit sick and tired of it dragging on. Yeah, so Maybe we all are in a minute. I'll I, I've, I've he basically said, um, I've said this several
2: times. If if it's decision up to me, I want to stay in Liverpool. But the decision is in the hands of the management, and they have to solve this issue. Uh, there is no problem, but we have to reach an agreement for the contract. That's up to them. Your financial value shows how much the club appreciates you, and that they are ready to do anything for you to say. But the decision itself is not based on those financial matters only. There are things that, like there are things like the ambition of the team and the coach and what he wants to do with the team and the players he wants. These are all important points when making the decision. He was then prompted about the, the, the reported interest by Barcelona. He said, he basically said, I read what was said about Xavi's interest to Sami and that is something that makes me happy that a team like Barcelona is interested in me. But I'm happy at Liverpool and we'll see what happens. At the moment, I prefer to stay in the Premier League as it's the strongest league in the world. So, Adam, I'll come to you on this one then. Mo Salah is basically putting out there to say, lads, Everyone who's listened, fans who are worried, everyone, this is not a me issue. I've told everyone what I told Liverpool FSG what I want, the management he calls them. I've told them what I want. I want to stay, I want this, this, and this. It's up to them to go and sort it.
4: Yeah, I don't even necessarily think it's him. I think he's gone, look, my I trust my agents. Ram, like Rami and him go way back, don't they? He's like when he's saying the management, I don't even think he's just talking about the club. He's talking about Rami as well. He's yeah, going, yeah, yeah. they just need to sort it out. I've told I've said to Rami, I want to stay here. But get me what I'm worth, and I think what he's essentially saying with regards to the ambition of the team, he's going. We haven't signed anyone, mm-hmm. and we all like. He's as much. He's much more intelligent when it comes to football than any fan. And every fan at the minute is looking at the age of our squad and going, "Yeah, they're probably going to be at the peak for eighteen months here to two years." And but then where's the fresh blood? Yep. Because Harvey Elliott can't do it all. Yep. Like. Kersis Jones can't do it all. There's going to need to be signings and there hasn't been. So I think he's probably going, right, who are you planning to bring in here? Like, who's the targets? Where where is the next phase of this team coming from? If it was just down to money, I think, do you know, Well, I say, do you know, of course you do. Sam Maguire, like the analyst, I follow him on Twitter and he's, he's a good lad. He tweeted yesterday. Because I said about when Wijnaldum, when we let Wijnaldum go, I was like, when you think about the cost of replacing him on top of wages, I don't know why he was ever let go. If you give Salah now for four years, 400 grand a week, over four years, that's a, like an 80 million commitment to get Jotter in with the transfer fee and with the agent fees. It was 83 million for four years. So it's the same investment in Salah yep. that we've invested in Diogo Jota, yep. And you can say, oh, it breaks the wage structure and all that. He's breaking records every week, so break the fucking wage structure for him if yeah. that's what the stumbling block is. Yeah. i was saying this, Ross.
2: Like I was thinking, why now? And I think the obvious answer of why now is he's a he's sick of getting asked about it because every single time he does a press conference, I mean, he's he is being asked about it, which again he, he doesn't need that. But the second point of all is. There's never a time where Mo Salah's going to be... I mean, he, he might. He might continue this run for six, seven, eight months. Who knows? But he's, he's playing as well as he's ever played. He's the best footballer on the planet now. By And it's quite probably quite significantly distance as well. With all due respect to your Lewandowski's and your Benjamins, no one's playing at a level Mo Salah is. The leverage is his. There's not going to be one Liverpool fan, or very few of them, and I'll, I'll check the comments in a moment, but who's going... Now nah, we don't need Mo Salah. I'd rather let him go. Don't pay him. Like I'd rather, not, I'd rather bring in the next version. I'd rather sign the, the next go Jota. Like the, the, salah has got all the leverage here, and it's it's a perfect opportunity for him from his point of view to go out in public and
3: talk it's about it. It's also a scary thought in the sense of if you've got distractions in your workplace, sometimes it can you know affect your work. He's got this massive cloud over his head, and everyone's asking questions every five minutes. But he's banging and goals week in week out. Once he's got his future secured. Like he's got that pressure off him. So maybe a point where he can get even better. I think the other point of of his future he's probably going to the players, is a good point. But also, Jurgen Klopp, what's the plan after him? Because he can commit his future to Liverpool till what, 25, 26, 27. What's the plan? Who's the manager? You know, I don't know who the manager is, but what's the idea if Klopp is going to leave? Are there, are there things in place for when he does go? And there's momentum with the team, can grow, and the, and the club can grow with that as well. He needs that security. You mentioned earlier, Adam, as well, about
2: like you know the way you structure in Liverpool, how do you do business and stuff. Like, there are always circumstances. I don't think there'll be a player in the Liverpool team who goes, you know what, I don't want us to sign Mo Salah. Or like, if we give him that, then that means I'm going to want this. I think, like for example, Neil Messi's had this at Barcelona for ages. I bet there wasn't anyone at Barcelona going, can't be paying Messi that much and I'm only on this much. I think they were, they're like, of course, no, I want to play with this player in my team. We're going to win things with Mo Salah. That's the argument I don't get with the way you structure things is that, Again, he's the best player in the world. Like,
4: he's the best player it. in the world. Commercially, he sells more than any other player in the team. On top of being the best player in the world, if if anyone else is gonna go to the club and go, oh, what's going on here? Just go right. Look at the numbers alone. Yeah. Like I, like, and I'm talking goals and like we all love Jota. Like everyone really likes him. He's had an unbelievable first eighteen months as a Liverpool player, and he got injured in it, and he's been great. And Mo Salah doubles his numbers. It doubles it. Yep. And Jota's seen as a really good player. So, like, it's the difference between where we were five years ago, fighting for fourth and trying to win titles, is having a Mo Salah on top of an, a, a great team. We've had great players before, surrounded by average players. We've now got a, a squad of, you know, 15, 16 players that would probably start for almost any team in the Premier League. And Mohamed Salah would start for any team. It, in the world, in any era, not just now, that's the difference. Yeah, he, he's top of both po- the goals scored and the assists chart. He's he's walk, he's running the league on his own. Like th- there's no conversation. Whatever he needs to stay, give him it.
3: Yeah, but also, what does it say? The message if he does go and he don't give any contract, what message does that sends to the rest of the squad? Yeah. Because, like, I know there was a lot of players that were really pissed off that he didn't sort Genio as, as you mentioned before, and they were fucking fuming that he never looked after him and kept him inside, and he doesn't. He has a good effect on the side and did all the dirty work and whatever else. But the numbers that you know Salah's putting up, you can't replace that. So what's the ambition then? Are oh, we not going to are not going to break the way structure for him? We'll just you know kind of go as, as we as we wish, and then you've sold your best player, but then everyone else is going like. You just fucking sold our best player. It also why, tells why, 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 every
4: why? other player around the world. Like I you know, we get linked every year with oh Liverpool or, you know there's they're, a limit. they're thinking about Mbappe, yeah. they're thinking about Haaland, and then it's oh we might sign Harvey Barnes, who I'd absolutely love to sign mm-hmm. for Liverpool, by the way. But it, it says to every other player that there's a ceiling at Liverpool, yeah. and once you become a genuine world grade, they won't pay you the money, so you have to leave. Yeah. It says that you can't become like a genuine ballon d'Or contender and and do that and win two or three of them as a Liverpool player you have to go to one of these clubs that'll give you 400 grand a week we We need to if the next stage for Liverpool is to become the club that the best players on the planet know they can achieve all their dreams with and if you're not going to do whatever it takes to keep the best player on the planet in your team when he's literally in interviews begging to stay it says to every other player in the world oh if it's it's between Liverpool and going to Madrid Okay, Madridana's got a team right now, but in two years they will be because Liverpool will lose their best players. Do you think, right.
3: L- do you think Liverpool can do that though with the, with the with the business model and owners that we've got? Because Barcelona put themselves in other shit by by doing that. Yeah, but Drake, Barcelona, it Barcelona
4: mal- did it by trying to do it with eight players. Yeah, yeah. Like Messi wasn't the problem at Barcelona. <laughs> Dembele, it was Dembele, yeah. and. The the Neymar deal screwed them a few years ago, and it's it's Coutinho. They they did it with everyone. I'm asking Liverpool to do it with the best player on the planet. I'm not asking them to build a team of Galacticos. Yeah. Because because I don't want to. Do, I don't want us to do that. But I want to keep the best player on the planet who wants to be at the club, at the club, who loves the club. Who is going to go on? Like, if he stays here for another four years and even remotely keeps up the level he's at at the minute, he's going to go down as Liverpool's best ever player. He's going to be competing with Kenny Dalglish for that title. And when you think about that sentence and what Kenny's done for this club and how good he was as a player, the fact that that's even remotely possible is insane. I suppose, Ross, well,
2: like, he is about to turn 30 in June. I think he turns, yeah, he turns 30 in June. But, like, I, I think again, and I don't know if, I, and I've got some people in the, in the chat here, I think it was Fun Time now, says, so, you know, his form can drop after he turns 30 I've seen nothing from Mo Salah that makes me think when he's 34, 35 he won't be this good like even if he loses this much pace like his pace is amazingly wrong. It's a, it's a valuable asset. But Mo Salah doesn't need his pace to be great because
3: he's that good anyway. He's he's, he's, he's that fit. He's grown muscles on the side of his ribs that don't exist on anybody else. That like hands, yeah. yeah. and that looked like handles those handles. Yeah, and yeah it's fucking feet. mental. To, and, and this thing of this narrative of like you turn thirty and then, then you're dead. Maybe 10-15 years ago when players he's gonna get cunted the night before or, or be even in the morning of. You know, with Tony Adams and Paul Merson going to have 4-5 five, four, four, five pints, then go out for a game. He looks after himself. Look at Ronaldo. Look, look at Messi. Look, Maybe we're look, about to play Zlatan tonight. He's forty and he's still yeah. scoring goals in my still banging like, it yeah. into. And he even he's, I think he's adapted his game where he's not solely reliant on pace. Yep. So when you have players before, like Michael Owen, as soon as he got injured, lost his pace. Okay, he had his finishing stuff, but he was never the same player. Nope. Most Salahs adapted his game so he's this close control and trapping the ball and dropping the shoulder and bringing other people into play. He's got better by improving his own game. He's he telling me he can't do that for another four years? Just five years? Well, I think he can.
4: Also, 30 has never actually been the end of a player's career. Like, 35 36 maybe. exactly so and i'm not asking liverpool to sign mo salah to an 11 year contract no. The the next 4 years is probably going to be the best mo salah you ever seen.
1: even on a budget quality is non negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more
0: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. See, forget what he did a few years
4: ago when he broke the Premier League record. This season, next season, and the season after, those three years are going to be another level of Mohamed Salah. And the year after that, which would be the fourth year of the contract, we're asking the club to sort out. So what if he falls off? Like... Get the, those three years out of them yeah. and then send them wherever you want. Yeah.
3: And you should have, and to, to his point, on what it sounds like he's making on there as well, other people around him to take the take the load off him because it shouldn't all be Mohammed Salah. No. you know, I know we've got Bobby and we've got Manny now, but they're they're approaching the same age. I think their contracts have not been spoken about much. No. I think it's the Naby Keita, but they're not on the same same level as those other two. He's probably thinking, well, you sorted my contract out, but what about my two mates? You know, and if they're not staying, who's coming in to replace yeah,
2: them? I, yeah, you're right. I think I, I do agree. I think he wants. Uh, he, he obviously wants to know what the team is. He, he, he basically says that. You know, there's loads to come on. If I'm gonna, but he wants to stay. That's the that's the main thing. Like, there's no. When it was like Emre Chan and stuff and his contract was running out, sorry, and it was he never really come out, it was always, oh, we'll talk about it, we'll talk about it. Genie was always always oh, talking about it, and it turns out Genie probably would have stayed anyway, but it was what it was. I way. think there's
3: a fear from fans when the Genie thing of, of the same conversations happening and the same thing, because those those quotes he said about two months ago to Sky Sports, exactly the same thing. He was like, oh, the club can fucking deal with it, and like, what so Adam's point before? Like, I'm getting a bit pissed off with it now. I'm just going, like, wow, how hard is this conversation? Yeah, yeah. want. Stop Yeah, he you was asked, about,
2: yeah, he was asked about and he said. We're talking. You don't just meet for a cup of tea in the afternoon and come to an agreement. So, again, it is a complicated deal because I'm guessing, you mentioned before, about the commercialness of Mo Salah, like image rights and fees and all this kind of stuff. Like, Mo Salah, is, he's, an icon. he's a business, he's an icon. You're talking Ronaldo, Messi levels of contract. Not, maybe not wage, but who knows. But you're talking, so I get it. It's not an easy thing to come to. But at some point... Give yeah, him six months to stay. It's a long. No, it's a long... I agree, it needs to be done, it needs to be done. He's,
3: he's, he will reach a point of going, are oh, you fucking not interested then?
2: Yeah, and Stephen Gerrard got to this point actually where he said that at one point, one of the reasons he was thinking of going was because like, he never felt like he wanted to keep me that much. Yeah. yeah. And footballers, no matter what, and they are amazing fella but like a lot of AD they have egos and base. That, that sometimes there is a bit of self-doubt and there's like well if you're not looking after me I need to look after myself and I get that and they say Mo never going to be short of a quid he, he could retire now and he'd be set for life but like he mentioned your value is your value and that shows how much you're appreciated I think that's a part of it Adam then I'm going to come to you on this one there is a lot of anti-owner feelings among some Liverpool fans up to, I'm kind of in the middle I'm not anti I'm for him I'm, I kind of live in the middle Ether of it, but letting Genie Wine go, it, it pissed a few people off. Like, me, okay. yeah, I mean, every single day, it was like, a, it was a ridiculous, stupid decision. But it wasn't anger, like, it wasn't yeah. if you let Mo Salah go as an ownership, it, it, it would be nasty. I think, I mean, you're, t- you're talking like people in the ground, like the people who again, social media exists in what it exists in, but I think it would be physically and audibly on show if you at Mo Salah the, the anger to the ownership that is something that needs to be considered because it it, it, will, it will get nasty will if, if if Mo Salah leaves Liverpool this summer or next summer it's going to get really really horrible
4: it'll be really like I'm very similar to you I think FSG <clears throat> have done a fairly decent job of you support get... them today you've got the hat on <laughs> <laughs> I just like American merch. Um they've done a decent job of getting the club from where it is to where it is now I think the FSG outers Forget that they're the they're the men who sacked Brendan Rodgers and put Kenny in for and and have brought Klopp in. Yeah, built, you know I mean? built
2: a ground, signed all these players, built a training ground. Like the, I think sometimes the pros can get forgotten, but then also you can't, like you said, you not you can't ignore the negatives of which there's been plenty
4: too. The, the, there's been plenty. They've made big mistakes, and they've been brushed like the the Super League thing, and like the, the there's a lot that they've done, that has been ignored because we're winning. Yeah. If we were still languishing in 4th, 5th and 6th, they'd have, they'd have already had to go because the, the the atmosphere would have been toxic. The fact that we've won a league and won a Champions League and, again, this season are in competition for it, either of them or both again. That That's why there's a lot of, actually, let's not all... If they let the best player on the planet who's begging to stay at this club go, they will be hounded out of Anfield as fast as Hicks and Gillette were. And I know that didn't seem fast, but you know, once it got a bit of momentum, they, they had to go. And, and again, I think it'd be exactly the same thing. That's that's difference, different, isn't it, Ross? In that like the Hicks and think thing is it's a separate issue because again, it was the future of Liverpool
2: football club. Like, Liverpool football club, Liverpool football club has still exist without Mo Salah. We've replaced great players before and we could easily do it again. But it's almost like that'd be the straw that breaks the camel's back a little bit. I feel like with there's, if there's some people teetering on the edge, like, how can you possibly not Justify giving Mo Salah's money when you sign a player. You're, the aim of any signing is to bring him in and make him the best footballer in the world. And only one of them can do that, ever. Like you know, what I mean, like one player that can only be the best at any one time. We've just come through an era where Messi and Ronaldo were battling for that spot, and then we're in the new era of football now, and it's your your Salahs and your Levers and your Harlands and your Mbappes. Only one can be the best, and we've got him at the
4: moment. Salah Th- could win the next three Ballon d'Or. Quite
2: easy, mate. He definitely could. That's the, that's the level these are, and you, that. when Michael Edwards got the laptop out and found Mohamed Salah and got the deal done this is what you wanted him to do so therefore there must be a contingency there must be a plan in place to say right if we get this player and he's brilliant he becomes the best player in the world how do we keep him and it feels like we've got to this point and it's like oh fucking hell how do do we keep him it it, it doesn't feel feel like the the process doesn't make sense to me this should be the easiest deal for Liverpool to ever complete because it should be right you're the best player in the world what do you want okay maybe let's do a deal blah blah done I don't see why it's so difficult you have to keep Mohamed Salah
3: yeah, um, in some senses we have improved in that area though, because you look at you know Torres, Suarez, Sterling, Coutinho, like that doesn't really happen anymore. And we've got you know what five, six, seven world class players, maybe maybe more in in this squad and no now. One's pushing and they've, any, all, they've yeah. all yeah, no, yeah, and they've all tied down to long term contracts at least once. As the Salah stuff, there's not one small reason that I can think don't don't do it. If he was putting up like numbers and he was scoring ten goals a season and going well, actually, well, he's at his Peter's interest. You can get your money back and you can go and do whatever else. But who are you getting in to replace him? That's the other thing. It's, it's, well, it's, your know, Mbappe's but, and your Harlands
2: and stuff. But, but, why, why, but, I, but there's no, there's cost no cost
4: more. But yeah, yeah and there's they, there's, like, there's, they'd want more basic wage than he's asking for. Uh, we we pretty much know he's after four hundred grand a week, roughly. Yeah, we expect like, it. Like that, that's what he's after. You are telling me that we're going to be able to get Mbappe in and pay him less on top of the hundred and. Whatever million he like, Him or hard on the cost.
3: There's like, no, no guarantee they're going to do it in the Premier League. I'm just, like, I'm yeah, most 90% do, sure yeah. that they would because they're world class players, but yeah. that has proven in the Premier League. For a one season wonder for four, four, five seasons. And this is exactly my point when people say, well, why don't we just let him go and get your, you get Haaland and you get Mbappé?
2: First of all, like even I know is on a it free, it's not going to be on a free. Imagine that the, the agents' fees and the sign on fee, is not going to be free. Harlan's Haaland's 100 million ha- or as a sign on yeah. fee between him yeah. and his agents.
4: Haaland's talking Harlan's
2: about
3: 1 million pound a week, the first 1 million pound yeah, a week.
2: He's, a, he's got his release clause that's around 75 million yeah. euro give take. But then imagine the wage he wants and the sign on fee. The cheapest option is to, is to keep Mohammed Salah. The best option is to keep Mohammed Salah. I agree with what you said before. I think if it doesn't get done, Again, right now it's fine because we're winning like we're saying. We could get to the end of the season and we could we could be lifting the European Cup and the Premier League, and we're like absolutely buzzing. But it's never going to go away until it's done. And you don't want to go into next season, Ross, because right now it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's not affecting him. If anything, it might be giving him a kick up the arse. to fucking look! Look what he's doing. He's, he's producing numbers at an outrageous rate. But at some point, it will sleep. You know, if it's, if you start next season, and it's in his mind, this might be my last year. And then all of a sudden he's on the phone to Madrid. He's on the phone to Barcelona. He's on the phone to Paris. He's on the phone to, the phone to, Manchester. The phone to Manchester.
4: Stop God. those phone
2: calls
3: happening. Yeah, that's it. Be, it needs
4: to be, <laughs>
2: it's
3: yeah, it's Genuinely give me take a his, fucking <laughs> arrhythmia then. Just, just like <laughs> take thinking. his phone off him. It, it shouldn't be happening now, to be honest with you. You no. know, it's, uh, to, to, again, to Adam's point before, it's great that everything's going so well, so we kind of put it on the back burner. It, I don't want it to be a distraction for any of us. We're playing so well. We're fighting for, you know, we're on all four fronts currently that we've, that we've been entered into. You're right. I want to go out and win all of them. I don't want to go. We had Again, we had the continue and Suarez going, oh, will he leave, will he leave? Links with Barcelona. We're going to get to January. It's quite funny. I saw a tweet yesterday of saying we won't buy anyone in January, but Liverpool will go, oh, is done. to kind of soften that blow and kind of distract everyone. You know, the only credit to FSU
4: deserve is that we're now in a position where the Coutinho's and Suárez's would want to stay at the club. Yeah, yeah, like if they were given, if they were at the club now, they'd be doing exactly what Mohamed Salah is and going, "I want this contract sorted and I want to stay here. This is great." So that that's that's what that's the genie we've took as a club, but they've made some massive mistakes. With the ownership and like I say, and you're absolutely right, Anfield would become good Park some par if they let him go.
3: It, it Imagine makes, what Jurgen Klopp would think as well. Because, again, yeah. I'm sure he gets to the point, and I think he was pissed off with Gini Mnaldon because I think he tried to fight for him to stay. The same with Jordan Henderson, and he fought and he, and he won that one. Of course, he wants the best player in the world in his, in his football side, so what's he going to do? Like, but the best do like player he, in the world, yeah. he
4: knows the system, runs the system, is creating and scoring. Like, yeah. There's uh, no it, reason this, there was about a year's gap where I didn't come into the studio Mm. because I like just didn't the world shut down (laughs) because the pandemic hadn't and and, like in the past like sort of month or two I've been in here three times and this has come up every time and the fact that it hasn't been sorted in that time and like whoever the admin is on the LFC Twitter account is tweeting like, uh, these type of goals will become Mohamed Salah's signature move. And the fact that that's been approved by someone. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, like, like when that was happening, I was like, oh, he signed. Yeah. It'll be, be tonight at 10 o'clock or what. whenever they normally drop the news. It's mm-hmm. coming. It's all going to be. And then we're Ma- here a month later <laughs> yeah. and fuck all's happened. You may just go,
3: Mohamed Salah's gone on a plane to Milan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
2: we are. We're at that point. Yeah, I agree. I was just fascinated with the fact that he's, it's come out now, Ross. If not if, to, to to put a bow on this before we move on to the next topic, then it, I think it's interesting that he's he's done it in public. He's done, he, and what you know. He's putting the pressure on. Yeah, really, that's exactly it. It's it's almost a point now, right? I am sick of this. Whether it's whether it's pressure on Liverpool, it's pressure on his agents, it's pressure on whoever it is. It's out in the evening. How most of wants this done. He's fed up with it. It needs to be sorted now. Like they've got to get round the table. They've got to get this done. And when it happens, and if it, I'm still convinced it will. By the way, my my general feeling is I think it will. It, it, it be a, my general a feeling is it
4: has to. Yeah, yeah, it will because it has to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't
2: see any. I can't see any reason why it wouldn't. I could see. I wanted Genie to stay, and I'm upset he left, and I think we felt that already earlier this yeah. season. But I, I never once I was never convinced he was staying. I was yeah. never absolutely just thinking like, it, there's no the, the life without Genie is irreplaceable. My, my thinking was they're gonna get a, let him go and buy someone. He didn't do that. But. <laughs> but but I feel with Mo Salah there's no other option. Like Again, it's very rare that one player can have that much power over an organisation but every route that Liverpool can go from this way costs them more money and causes them more headaches than just keeping Mo Salah and that's why I think it will get done eventually.
3: Yeah, and I also think it's it's easier for Liverpool to replace other members of the squad. Yeah, yeah. You can't replace the best player in the world. It's yeah, literally impossible. It's yeah. so, <laughs> well, probably
4: uh, genuinely easier for Liverpool to replace the rest of the squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I actually mean that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can get another forward who will score a few goals and can learn the system. You can get another left winger. I, I love Mane, but you know he's a lot more replaceable than Salad is. The midfield, like, okay, we've got a great midfield at the minute and as long as they stay fit, I think we'll compete on both fronts. But... The, <laughs> w- w- I'm I'm almost bored of the conversation now. Like he's got to be signed. He has it's got, got, got to be vet. I'd loved it. To- I'd love them to just be like oh we're going to be messing it sorted and they drop it on like Christmas Day or something just make oh, all
2: yeah. Yeah. so you get Christmas number one and then most <laughs> <laughs> Adam's having the greatest Christmas that he's had in quite a and while and then next
4: year he can feature on the song for, the, for trying to get our title back just get the sequel involved right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> absolutely brilliant thanks guys I agree with you, 100% so uh, before we move on to the FA Cup top 10, I want to show you guys who are watching this on YouTube obviously we do, you are aware that we have our Red Men Plus streaming service and all the great content we make on it well if you sign up as a club legend subscriber on Redman plus this month we are doing a daily draw for some amazing prizes we're already what six days into it, we've given six prizes away we're about to do the, the seventh and the seventh draw right after this break but first have a little look at what this competition is all about Hey guys, stay here with some excellent news for you. Usually throughout the year we do a monthly draw for all our amazing Club Legend subscribers. Well, in the month of December, it's the festive period and we're feeling kind, we're feeling giving. So what we're going to be doing every single day from December 1st right up until Christmas Day is a daily draw for all our Club Legend subscribers. We've got some amazing prizes to give away. As well, We're going to go through those shortly, but what we're going to do is show you how you guys can make sure your name is in the hat to win some of these amazing gifts and prizes. So, if you are not a subscriber to Redmen Plus, if you want to go and join now, it's very, very simple. Go to the Redmen TV website, you click the button that says join us, from there, sign up, cl- join as a club legend, either on a monthly subscription or as a yearly subscription and you guys will automatically be entered into every single one of these prize draws if you are one of our club captain subscribers and you, know, you want to upgrade your account to become a club legend, very, very simple how you do that. From the homepage, you click the My Account button and follow the steps there to upgrade, again, either a monthly or a yearly subscription. Very, very simple. So what amazing prizes have you got? I hear you ask, Well, let me tell you that. We've got a book from Mona Nemba, the Liverpool's Head of Nutrition. We've got a signed picture of Michael Owen. We've got a Hendo 10 box full of goodies. We've got DVDs, we've got socks. We've got a signed author. Edition of our Hendo Ten book. We've got a signed medal signed by former Liverpool striker Mike Lowen. We've got our new DVD, Let's Talk About Six. We've got calendars. We've got a signed picture from Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson. We've got every single one of our new Christmas sweaters. You can see them behind me here. All of them they are flying out of the store, but you can get one for free if you enter this drawer. And then the big one on Christmas Day saving the best to last look at this beauty it's a framed signed shirt by none other than the king, the king say Kenny Daglish, what a prize that is and all you guys have to do to be in the draws is be a Club Legend subscriber, so sign up at the Men TV as a Club Legend, you'll be in the draw, if you're a club captain now upgrade your subscription to Club Legend and you too will be in the draw 25 of these draws will be happening through the month of December, make sure you're in it. Yeah, so there you go. If you are one of our club captain subscribers, you think about upgrading to the club legend, please do so, you'll be in these drawers. If you're just watching on YouTube and you're considering joining Red Band Plus, there's never been a better time to do it. Like I say, if you do sign up and join as a club legend, which is basically, you get all the content, but a few extra perks as well, one of which is entry into these drawers. And speaking of which, we are about to do today's draw. And the prize for today is this little beauty. It's a medal that Paul and Chris received at Anfield for when they played at Anfield, but it's been signed by former Liverpool striker Michael Owen, oh, that is today's prize, and we're about to go to the, to the spinning wheel now to see who wins it. So I'm going to give this a little click. Now, this takes way longer than you think, by the way. This spins for ages, but let's just give it a go. Here it goes. Spinny, 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 spinny. Drum roll, please. It takes longer than you think every single time. Oh, right. Here it comes, here it comes. Congratulations and well done to the winner, Steve Gary. Oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> what are the chances? So Steve won a Christmas jump like five or six days ago, was yeah. it? Yeah. Two for two Steve There you go Club legends There you go You might win more than one prize Congratulations Steve He literally sent us a tweet About half an hour ago Wearing his jumper That he won He he emailed us With a picture of the jumper He's won Well he's just won another prize I mean ridiculous There's like what are the odds of that anyway here you go Steve <laughs> this will be posted on his way to we might as well wait till we could have saved ourselves the posters for <laughs> uh, Michael Owen's DVD and by the way sorry, Michael Owen's medalist on his way to I'm going to down very professionally the prize for tomorrow's draw which will be live well we'll put it out on our social accounts there's no live show being filmed tomorrow Is this little beauty it's a copy of our Let's Talk About Six DVD there are two feature length documentaries in there about Liverpool's European Cup win in Madrid and also some bonus footage as well the match day vlog with Paul and John Machen some absolutely great stuff there keep you entertained Lots. to so you just
3: have, send out to Steve now as well? I was gonna say
2: Steve might hang fire and it stands as a Steve as well. But yeah, so that's what's coming up on Wednesday. So again, if you want to be in the draw, go to Redmen T V, become a club legend, and you will be included in the draw. Right then, moving on. Uh FA Cup draw took place last night. I don't I don't even notice if you are at all interested at any point in it. But um Liverpool drawing against Shrewsbury Town at Anfield. It's um two years on from the time. Where we played the kids against them after drawing at their place and the court, a bit of a ruckus and stuff. This time I don't think that's going to happen because there's no winter break to uh, to, to speak of. So, my question to you is first of all, this game comes between. It's, it's on the 8th or 9th, we haven't really been given the date yet, but we know that Chelsea is the 2nd and Brentford's the 15th. So, it's not. The FA Cup obviously don't squeeze you into the middle like the League Cup do. It's, it's its own weekend and stuff. Jurgen's going to rotate, we know that. It's January. So obviously, we're going to have players at AFCON on that, but how. Important is the FA Cup this season? Should it be important? Like, if Liverpool are the super club they say they want to be, is racking up domestic trophies of any importance whatsoever? And if it is, like, it's a,
4: it's a good first draw to get. Um, I this is not going to be a popular opinion, no, that's fine. I don't differentiate between the League Cup and the FA Cup, I think they're the same thing, okay, in my head. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? i think most people would value the fa cup higher yeah um but we're already in the quarterfinals of the league cup yeah i if i were going to try and win one of them i try and win that one now yeah um and i would play divok and minamino and the, the the bench and then whatever amounts of kids it takes to make up to a, a, a match day squad against shrewsbury yeah and if we get to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup playing the children, then I'd start to bring some first-teamers in at that point. like We've got a chance this year at a a league and European Cup double. We We genuinely have. And going for the FA Cup and having that in any way cost us either of those two things or both of them is stupid. We haven't got the squad for it. Is that,
2: you, have we got the squad for it again it, Again, a lot of this is draw dependent Ross and I agree
4: so get in but, sorry just to clarify yeah, yeah, we we haven't got the squad to play Mohamed Salah in the FA Cup and have not get injured oh yeah 100% yeah, but, yeah I agree with that do you know what I mean yeah yeah no, but, but that's
2: my, my sorry my question on that would be there uh, Ross Klopp will rotate we know that for a fact are oh, Liverpool's fringe players good enough to get Liverpool through the couple of rounds that you're talking about again a lot of that is draw dependent Yeah, Jürgen has always had the best of luck in this competition with the draws obviously we've been knocked out by Chelsea I think haven't we uh, yeah Chelsea wasn't it Arsenal beat us I think I should know this Man United knocked it out we beat Arsenal yeah we did it was Man United who've knocked out as well so I remember getting beat at West Ham as well very early on but like I say you've been drawn at home to a league one club in the in the third round so that again who knows how how it's gonna play out? And Shrewsbury fans, if anyone watch or listen, this might go don't disrespect us, but whatever team Liverpool should out, put out should be good enough to be Shrewsbury. So after that, if you if if you do a kind draws or even if it's a Premier League club or for example, are Liverpool's secondary options good enough? Do you think to get them the where Adam said before, where you can get them through the first what rounds three, four and five, maybe, and then all of a sudden you're in the sixth and
3: and looking at it. Do you think we have got that depth? You mentioned before, you think we might have. Possibly, yeah. It's all, It's also a hey, draw dependent, but also injury dependent. Now, you can just throw a squad together. And I think it's also been marred by the Aston Villa thing on Qatar. Of this thing, of play the kids. He's literally playing a load of children, whereas I don't think it is. No. I think, it's, you know, yeah. you've got Canate, Ox, Taki, Origi, plus a couple of kids, Curtis Jones in there, Harvey Elliott will come back in January as well. So, there's good, good times to play people that come back from injuries and still have a decent squad. I'm with Adam, because... My perception has changed from 10, 15 years ago when I'm going, I'd love a good cup run. Like, I'd love the, the League Cup. I'd love the, the FA Cup. But we weren't competing for league titles in Champions League then. We were just getting into the Champions League maybe and going, oh, we'll see how far we can get. And we get knocked out in the group stages or the six, round 16 or whatever, then we'll just go go for the cups in that sense. I would happily biff them off and playing and being in a title race and being a Champions League final. But, but why can't you do both? That's what like, like... because like. Because there's a fear there that you. Are playing, Manchester United, you, Manchester
2: City, for example, I don't get the squad difference, and that's probably, that's where I it's know, come but, down to. But they, they, win, they win the League Cup pretty much every year, and
3: it's never really stopped them because yeah, they play fucking hashtag United and fucking yeah. Well,
4: that's Mister Harris. We, we, that, Mr. Yeah, they, we they, every they, every they week. have had very kind draws, and also if Aguero getting gets injured, they've got Gabriel Jesus, and if if Bernardo Silva gets injured, they've got Ferran Torres, and if Sterling gets injured, they've got Mares. Yeah. like the, they've got. They've got two 11s yeah. and both of those 11s, they wouldn't both compete for a league, but they can both compete for an FA Cup. Yeah. And Liverpool haven't, and will never have that under FSG. No,
3: I'm not, I'm not dismissing the fact that don't go for trophies because that's the other argument going, well, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a trophy, you know, you can have it in your cabinet, blah blah blah. Like I'm, I'm all for that, but my fear is, what are you then risking for? Tight race. So if you're going, you want to go strong in round four or round five, but then you're three points off the top of the league, or you're two points off the top of the league, or you're three points ahead in the league, that's the priority. Rest as many people as you can. Don't get to April, March, April, May and you run your first team players into the ground because you're playing an FA Cup game to me that's just, that's just a bit I suppose bad.
2: that I think sometimes yeah you can get a bit of bad press on this like, he has picked strong FA Cup teams so the, the team that Man United knocked out last last year in that 3-2 game Mo Salah played Firmino started Thiago played Wijnaldum started Fabinho started Trent started Robertson started obviously Rhys Williams was playing because the, we had the injury issues uh, Milner starts as captain Curtis Jones plays, but by then Curtis Jones was Liverpool's first team if was wrong with anyway so I don't think Jürgen sees it as, as, as resting he actually pick strong teams we're looking at the teams who have knocked us out in the COP era West Ham away on a, in a replay with a last minute goal Wolves at home was a shocker I think we all remember that one they were a championship side then um, West Brom was a shocker and again he picked a very strong team against West Brom we got b two at home then we had um, Wolves again <laughs> again pretty. that was a mix of a team then it was Chelsea at Stamford Bridge and then it was Man United so we had, you can see like
4: is in it how we've lost those games? Yeah,
2: exactly. The draw, is, the draw is the draw. Like it's, I can see it, it, you're right in, that, in saying that it's not like he's rested. Kid, he's played the kids against Plymouth and got knocked out. I mean, we nearly did that. We had to play replays against them and stuff. And that's the that's the thing with this competition you mentioned before, Adam. But different than the League Cup, it's all well and good. Rest them players, but rest them players, like can get you to draw, and then you get a replay, and that's like oh my, you don't like you don't want them as well. That's that's the difference in the FA Cup. I just wonder at what stage Liverpool would. What would it take for Jürgen to put his best 11 on the pitch? Do you think it's a home game against Chelsea in the next round? Or is it, what you mentioned before, we'll get to the fifth, sixth round maybe and see where we're at then? How would you
4: see it? I think it's once the word final starts being in the name of the round. Quarter final, semi-final, final, yeah, actual yeah. final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> final. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think once you get to that stage, you will go, oh, actually, this would be a nice thing to throw in the cupboard. Yep. And we're only two or three games away from making that happen. Oh, go on, Mo, you go and... Beat them last season. I think
3: Arsenal knocked out the Carabao Cup, didn't they? Or one of the cups. We got beaten on Pens, didn't we? I think because oh, did we knock Arsenal out? And then because the, the next, wherever we got knocked out of the next game was in between the weekend before Christmas and Christmas, and everyone went, thank foot, we got knocked out of that competition because there's an extra game in the middle of a really yeah. chaotic fixture list. Yeah, it was, and it was, everyone, was it, everyone was made up with it. It was nil nil Arsenal, it wasn't, and then we got beaten on penalties. Yeah, sorry, I was killed. thinking of the Fire, which was the year before. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It?
2: Yeah. That was the, that was the year yeah. Villas knocked out when we had to play the yeah, yeah. play the literally play the but, but, but everyone
3: was made up because you know, you've got another fixture thrown into to a bunch of others that you just don't want. And then t- to counter that, all your rivals are probably playing in it as well, so they've got another fixture in them. Yeah, but, well, this year with I
2: think he actually. I, mean, I think he goes strong in that Leicester game in the League Cup, by the way. I think he wouldn't mind that one as well. But we'll find out soon enough, guys. We want to wrap it there. Thanks so much, Adam. Good luck with the with the Christmas single I hope next time we see you it might be a Christmas number one It'd be laurasgone.com
4: that's where you can get all the info for it
2: go to laurasgone.com and, and there's a great 79p for charity why wouldn't you do it if you can afford to do so please have a little think about doing so Ross thank you very much as well it's been an absolute pleasure thanks everyone for watching and listening to the podcast keep an eye out obviously on the channel side, it's AC, as of time recording we've got the AC Milan game so Paul and Chris will be in the studio for about an hour and 15 minutes before kick off reacting to the team news, then they'll have the live watch, along on all the post-match stuff and then building after, obviously, we've got the, the build-up towards this weekend's game against Steven Gerrard, Aston Villa, so keep an eye out on the YouTube channel and on
1: Red Men Plus for that. Uh, until then, we'll see you all later. ta da Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.